I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Welcome to News Du Jour. You may be wondering, why am I, Annie Bowles, here hosting this podcast? I usually start by telling people I'm a political baby. You see, my parents met working on Capitol Hill. By the time I was two, I had been in my first political commercial and even got lost crawling around the West Wing. Don't worry, Al Gore found me. My family then moved abroad when I was nine, and I attended an international school in Brussels with kids from all over the world, and it is this type of global perspective that I also bring to our show. I graduated from American University in D.C. after studying political science and art history, as well as interning on both sides of Capitol Hill. I even interned down the hall from where my parents met. I'm now pursuing a professional certificate in journalism at NYU in conjunction with Rolling Stone magazine. I guess I was always that friend in the group who cared deeply about not just what was going on politically, but also globally. I often kept my own friends informed through high school and into young adulthood. So I guess I've always done a version of this show. I'm genuinely passionate about following the news, and I'm here to break it down for you guys every weekday. We always strive to be a calmer space to get your news, or as one listener put it, like getting your news from a well-informed bestie. I'm so glad you're here. So today I have one mini story for you guys and then three longer stories. And let me tell you, they're all pretty interesting and out of the blue. Let's jump into it. For our mini story today, I wanted to let you guys know that Gabriel Attal has been elected as the Prime Minister of France. He is only 34 years old and will not only be the youngest Prime Minister of France ever, but he is also the first openly gay Prime Minister of France ever. So this is a very exciting change and obviously an enormous shift from where we're at here in the U.S. where, you know, 80 plus year olds are holding on to power with all their might. Now in France, someone less than half their age is ascending. And I have to say, it sounds refreshing. We'll keep you guys posted on, you know, more into his reputation and whatnot. This story just broke as I was going to record. So if anything interesting happens with Gabriel, we will be sure to share it on our show. For our first longer story today, Lloyd Austin has been diagnosed with prostate cancer. So if you guys are daily divers and listened to yesterday's episode already, you know that our Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, went MIA for three days without informing a lot of relevant people like the White House. (laughs) Basically, it was discovered he had been in the hospital for several days following some sort of medical procedure, but it was all really shrouded in mystery. And while medical records are private and confidential in America, 
this man holds a position where people around him deserve a heads up about anything major. And it sounds like he didn't even tell his second in command that he was going to be gone until he was already at the hospital. And she happened to be out on vacation time. She was literally out of the country. So it sounds. And Everyone was wondering, what is all this secrecy about? And now it has come out that Lloyd Austin has prostate cancer. He's known to be a very private and kind of, you know, hush-hush type of fellow, which has probably served him really well in the military. But of course, when you're a public official, especially one in charge of the entire U.S. military, the public kind of needs to know if you're healthy enough to serve and if you're undergoing a medical procedure, that you have someone to stand in for you. I'd say that's basic 101 workplace requirements, actually, not just for the head of the U.S. military. Anyway, there are now a number of voices actually calling for his resignation. So was it really that serious? Reuters did a deep dive into what exactly the protocol is for this type of thing. So I obviously read it for us to get the full picture. Reuters said, quote, his handling of the situation appeared to be in a stark breach of protocol for high ranking cabinet officials who typically inform the public of planned medical absences ahead of time and identify who will be filling in for them, end quote. They went on to say that legal experts have weighed in, saying that Austin did clearly violate the rules and that the punishment, though, won't be termination or anything that serious, but it will be some sort of slap on the wrist. That said, if he had been under anesthesia or otherwise unconscious for any period of time, Reuters asserted that then it would heighten the consequences because he literally could not have been performing his job duties and He didn't pass them off to anyone else. So that's just a much bigger breach of their protocol. So this would make it a more serious infraction. And it seems like this may have been the case because this hospitalization was for complications due to an elective procedure of some sort. I'm assuming related to his prostate cancer, but it seems he was in a lot of pain is something that they have said publicly. So you know, then there's the question, was he on pain meds or anything that could be like a mind altering substance that would make him, you know, kind of incapacitated for his job. At the end of the day, the Secretary of Defense cannot just be MIA, especially when there are wars being fought on multiple fronts that we are directly connected to. So this was not a good move, and I will definitely keep you guys posted as to whether or not there are any consequences for Austin's actions, or rather, his inactions. For our next story, Trump makes the case for presidential immunity. So former President Donald Trump is trying to make the case for presidential immunity, and this is something he has tried to claim going back years, you guys. But it's never really worked for him. It's never really held water in court. And now it looks like it may be decided once and for all. Do presidents get to just break the law and have zero consequences? Trump attorneys are going to say basically that even if a president killed a political rival, they would have immunity unless impeached and convicted first by Congress. 
This argument hinges on the idea that these were actions he took as a sitting president and therefore under this sort of special protection. Three judges and many attorneys have already said that this just doesn't hold weight and even called it frightening. But this is one that it seems Trump plans to appeal all the way up to the Supreme Court, keeping those justices very busy on his behalf. We will be sure to keep you guys posted as it makes its way through the system. And lastly for today, I wanted to cover an explosion in downtown Fort Worth. So I don't know if you guys have seen this already, but there were 21 people injured and 14 needed to be rushed to the hospital. One initially reported missing, but this person was found, fortunately, in an explosion in downtown Fort Worth. This blast was powerful, you guys, and it was a miracle that no one was killed. But windows were blown out in the first and second stories of several buildings, debris were scattered for about a city block just based on the video footage that I was seeing on the New York Times website. The blast was pretty quickly linked back to a gas leak. Eyewitnesses said they could like, they felt like they were like swallowing gas or so much of it is very thick, but authorities are currently in the process of double checking that and making sure that that was the cause of this explosion. I shudder to think what people experiencing this explosion must have thought in the moment. There is just so much instability in the world right now. And even people who were two blocks away who felt the blast said they were confident it was a bomb. So I am just so glad that nobody was killed in this. And I hope that everybody who's in the hospital right now or injured has a speedy recovery. And that for today is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, there is no elevator to success. You have to take the stairs. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on that platform or a shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us to be able to keep creating the news du jour and reach more people who need a calmer space to consume the news. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar free media. And that is also linked in our show notes. You can follow us on social media at newsdujour.podcast on both Instagram and TikTok. You can follow my personal account at it's Annie Bowles on both platforms as well. Any little noises you may hear in the background are my rescue pup. He has a little separation anxiety and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from. Oh. Oh.